Hey, hello everyone. Thank you for joining with me today, and thank you, um, Matt, Matthew, right? Uh, join me today. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to start our weekly news. Oh, wow. Hello. Hello. Hi, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thank you for joining me today. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Saturday morning is not an easy thing to wake up. I appreciate the, the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, so today I'm going to share with you some news uh, this week. And later on, uh, after I share and we can, uh, we, we will have open discussion after each sharing. Uh, the first one is uh, Dress X. Yeah, I, I feel like if you want to make a cool brand, usually you put something and you put X in the front or at the end. That's, <laughs> that, that becomes a, a cool brand. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I find out dress X. It sounds like you know, um, in the matrix or you know, some some cool stuff happening. And actually, the brand is super cool. Yeah, so pretty much the the entire concept is that right now. Um, uh, hi, Asuka. I, I I saw you. You are in the um um a clubhouse. And if you want to talk, feel free to you know raise your hand. Yeah, so we have two devices. One is Clubhouse, which I use my mobile phone. Another one is uh, the um, Zoom. So yeah, so yeah. So today I will share about uh, DressX. Uh, DressX is a very interesting uh, concept. Um, the the founder CEO pretty much they um, she her background is fashion design, right? But during COVID, people are pretty much stay at home. And not many people, you know, need the fancy clothes to dress, right? Uh, like me, right now I'm wearing <laughs> uh, very casual, right? Uh, yeah, so I don't even need to do the makeup. I mean, Zoom has a lot of features for me to look not so bad. <laughs> so yeah, so that's how this world become, right? Because of COVID. So she came up with an idea, right? Instead of, you know, Right now, when people dress up, why? Because they want to take Instagram photos, right? So in order to, you know, be environmental friendly, right? Not wasting too many materials, since people doesn't really, re really need a real clothing, real fancy clothing. They only need, you know, um, a clothes to, to take photos, to make them look good in the digital world. So that's why Dress X, the founder create a bunch of virtual clothings, right? And then you can see, like, if you can see my screen, pretty much uh, they are selling some virtual digital clothes, right? And they have models uh, and they pretty much develop an AR app dedicated to that, right? So for example, if you are at home and you want to look cool, all you need to do is to download their app and buy some virtual clothes, right? If you can see my screen, you can see there are a lot of very cool, right? Glasses, uh, virtual clothing. It's pretty much AR filter. So you can, you know, you can download the app and then, um, you know, use the filter to take a photo of yourself. Then you will dress like, um, you know, like the models on the screen, right? So it's, I think it's a very cool idea. And since COVID, not many, you know, 
you we, we don't need to create so many fashions, so many you know um, <clears throat> materials that pollute our uh, environment, right? And there was a term called um, fast fashion, right? For example, like Zara or you know a lot of uh, fast fashion company that pretty much um, put their factories in the third world country and then lead, you know, uh, kind of cause the environmental pollution and also cause the poverty uh, economy there, there because people are trying to work as hard as they can to produce the clothes, right? And those clothes, the, the dyes or all the chemical stuff will kind of indirectly pollute the uh, their area and kind of, you know, so I think dress acts is kind of, you know, doing something that is not only satisfy people's, you know, because um, uh, as human, we always want to look uh, cool, look hip, but without, you know, polluting the, the world. So if you see the, the banner, right, the girl pretty much dressed, you know, um, pretty plain in the real world, but when she, you, you use, uh, you download um, DressX app, and overlay on top of it and take a photo, right? And she instantly looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I think this is a very cool uh, concept. And now they are going to partner with a metaverse travel agency. Everything right now sounds very, very, <clears throat> I would say sci-fi, right? So you have virtual clothes, right? And then now you are, like they um we uh, they are partner with the metaverse travel agency the mta right, acronym very cool so i think it's very interesting to see how they partner together and pretty much um they will do you know some because the metaverse provides the opportunity to create something without the same barrier to entry right and in a friction of time, it also allowed us to reach more people and open this experience to wider audience. So I would say that I'm looking forward to, you know, like you see, like even metaverse is already a really, um, I would say, abstract concept. And how can you have an agency and travel there, right? probably very, very sci-fi and everything you, you experience, probably the, the sci-fi movies, right? And then they are partner with, you know, uh, uh, DressX partner with the Metaverse Travel Agency. They are going to do something like also uh, the next generation of wearable NFT, non-fungible tokens on the Ethereum blockchain. So um, I would say that a lot of um, uh, technology are merging together and start creating some new industry. Um, I am looking forward to it, even though right now I still don't know how everything will be, but I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, any thoughts, comments for this? Yeah, feel free to share your thoughts. Can you buy with crypto? Um, yeah, can you buy with crypto? I think I... I think if you go to DressX, uh, $35. Right now, it seems like they only label in uh, USD dollars. But I believe, you see, um, 
cryptocurrency is, um, I believe in the future they will do it. Not now, I think, because you see like all the payment cards. Maybe, oh, I, I, I see. Ethereum. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you can pay pretty much by uh, Ethereum. Yeah, yeah, I see Bitcoin also. Okay. Yeah, Bitcoin. So yeah, Bitcoin. So I think, yeah, I, I personally think this is a really cool idea. You see, you, you, you dress up, right? You take a cool photo without actually purchasing the real material, right? And you are pretty much not really pollute the world while you got your uh, results, which is posting fancy photos on Instagram. So I see it's not real material that you do a body scan. You're saying mm. it's just an AR asset. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much it's not the actual material, but it's an AR asset for uh, for people to satisfy, you know, their, uh, you know, because people usually like to, the reason why people like to, to, to go shopping because they are tired of how they look, right? And uh, they want to pretty much, I would say Instagram or social media is kind of something that I find out that if people are not really satisfied inside somewhere in their heart, they want to seek for approval for their peers, right? So in COVID, I feel like, you know, somehow, you know, being, being confined in this small apartment, right? somehow we want to talk or communicate or share, right? Um, seeking for, you know, communication or feeling of belongings. So I think um, by doing those, it's kind of satisfy another part of us, which we want to show, you know, what we get, right? Or we want to share with people and get a lot of likes and kind of feel some empty hearts. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm too. Yeah, so any thoughts, comments for, for this? I, I personally really think this is a really cool idea to, you know, um, just to save the environment while also, you know, uh, the, the founders can also leverage their, their talents, right? Because you see like fashion show, right? Right now, not many um, uh, parties out there, right? especially for Omicron, right? So this is pretty much satisfying people who love to dress up, but- So are you, know. you saying you take a body scan of yourself uh, and then you buy this asset to go around you? Uh, I would say it's like uh, the way to use DressX is that you download an app, you buy the, you know, the digital clothing, right? And just like Snapchat, the way you use Snapchat, right? You you, you took a selfie and then uh, the AR filter will already, you know, put the clothes on top of you. Mm -hmm. So it will look like if you can see my hero banner, the, the hero banner of the dress X, you can pretty much see that. Um, yeah, this is uh, pretty much like uh, you see like the original clothes and on top of it, there's a extra layer of it. Will it be your real face? Oh uh, yeah, sure, sure. You see the face. Uh, yeah. Have you have you tried AR lens or any? No, not yet. Oh yeah, I mean, so, um, you, yeah. Do, do you have Facebook or Instagram? Uh, 
I don't. <laughs> I oh, you don't? Oh, I okay. To, yeah, I try to keep a low profile. This is oh. interesting because it brings in, uh, because people have been historically in VR worlds expressing themselves through an avatar that doesn't look like them. Uh, so this will be interesting. These uh, It might even hit a different market of people, uh, initially maybe people wanting to be themselves, uh, yeah. like a more normal more normal life because uh, you want people to see who you really are. Um, yeah, yeah I, I would say that, yeah, this app is definitely will help you look like really interesting and, you know, make your life looks on the social media looks great, right? And then while you didn't spend a lot of money to, to purchase those, you know, high-end fashion clothes, but it will look, make your Instagram photo looks like you, you know, you dress up, right? You are going to like, you know, like the, yeah. So I, I would say this is a very interesting uh, stuff. And also you can upload your photo and receive your digital look. So, yeah. So I would say this is a very smart way of, uh, yeah, creating your, yeah, your look. Yeah, so don't shop less, shop digital fashion. I think this is a very interesting concept that uh, you know we can all save the world, right? Or produce less uh, pollution, right? And then we can also you know get the final result, which we look good on the photo. <laughs> Cool, awesome. So this is the first news. I think this is uh, a pretty cool concept. And the second one is um, um, how AR enhance surveillance. Uh, this news is on securityinfowatch.com. And the title is, it's not sci-fi, how augmented reality enhances surveillance. Okay, so if you can see uh, my screen, pretty much uh, you can see this news. It's about how, uh, you know, like firefighters, right? When firefighters uh, get the emergency call, uh, they want to get in and save people, right? And sometimes it's hard to understand the entire instruction or the building. Sometimes, you know, because they need to figure out what's the, you know, where's the stairs, where's the entrance, right? How to save the people and what's the interior design of the house, right? They, they have no idea. However, with the help of AR, pretty much they can wear, you know, the AR glass and they can get into the building and in under this types of uh, emergency, they can quickly see scan the entire building and uh, according to this article it talks about pretty much um, um, there will be a team on the back end and kind of give the instruction and also kind of mapping out the the buildings right and also um, the entrance emergency exit stairways right all those stuff can really help firefighters to save life and also if AR videos kind of also can help 
um, people to see more just because of different layers of information on top of the current um, uh, videos, such as, for example, you can see uh, more, right? You can see the details or you can see like different types of information uh, on top of it. Yeah, so I would say that uh, civilians, uh, you know, using the um, camera and combined with a lot of, um, you know, some civilians security stuff. And uh, yeah, it will definitely help us to, to do, for example, like a manufacturing uh, maintenance and also help us to live a, you know, safe life. Yeah, security focused uh, kind of like the, the application. Yeah, any thoughts for the, the news or, yeah, feel free to share. thoughts yeah sure sure feel free to share yeah so um i i really am interested in this idea um it seems very parallel to some of the work that i do and like my manufacturing job um but the idea is you know taking a some 3d scan of your environment and uh using that in your ar experience and so and what you just described you know, creating a 3D um, of, of buildings um, can be used to to give that give the firefighter uh, you know an understanding of of where the rooms are, uh, you know how many floors are on the building, where the stairwells are, uh, you know windows, fire escapes, all that stuff can be accessible to them, just like like in the movies, right? We expect in the future that there's going to be some big central database that 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 houses all of that 3D spatial information. Um, and so to get that to get that big database is very daunting. Like, how could you ever build that? That sounds like a lot of work. And what I'm excited to see is the work done by um, some of the present presentations at AWE, uh, Snap and Niantic where they're building games or experiences that basically force the user to use their camera to map the world around them. And the more users that use them, the more mapping data they're getting of the world and they're aggregating. It's like a bigger database, like a 3D scan of the world, right? It's crazy, but it's almost like crowdsourcing 3D scanning of the world. And so if you could, if you could pair this like firefighting, you know, heads up display firefighting AR experience and leverage that like crowdsourcing of the world, um, you could, yeah, you could actually bring what you're describing to life. It wouldn't necessarily cost, uh, you know, an army of 3D modelers to go out and like do a survey of every building and turn, turn building 2D blueprints into 3D models. That's, that takes a lot of work, uh, so that that part's really exciting. And the second thought I had on that, and this is all again, there's a lot of parallels in the manufacturing world that's happening now. But if you have a building, a modern building, let's say that is has sensors, so like like nowadays we use um, IoT. You have a refrigerator, or like your thermostat, or like your doorbell, 
And so you're able to gather data from the real world, digitize it, do stuff with it. But like, imagine that you have like temperature sensors and your fire alarm uh, and smoke detector. Um, if you can read that data into this system as well, then the firefighter knows, okay, where is there high temperature? Where is there high smoke? Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to press a button and automatically unlock all these doors for like emergency override. And so I, I know most buildings don't, don't have that, but it just, to me, it seems like opportunity um, for an area of IoT that maybe we've never, I don't know if there's people doing that kind of work. But anyway, I mean, just some thoughts. Yeah, any thoughts, feel free to unmute yourself. He, he mentioned uh, what apps are already taking scans of real life objects? Uh, hold on a sec. Um... Uh, not just for security, he said, was it Snapchat? And then he called it, he might've just said there's some endeavor. Uh, I thought there was already uh, some kind of app where we can take 3D scans where they are already taking 3D scans of real objects and um, uh, like products right now. Um, I'm ha I have Kirkland water right now. Are there any apps where people are taking 3D scans and saving it in some central database uh, with good metadata about this and they can work with the actual company that made Kirkland water uh, so that now, you know, if I put on my AR glasses, at least this is in a central database and I'll see an overlay of information about it. My, my thoughts on that are, I, I haven't seen anything that approaches a central database. Everything is kind of in islands. Um, the, the company I mentioned, Snap and Niantic, are just examples, but I'm sure there's lots of other islands of, of 3D data. Another way to achieve that would be to have the, some, to build systems that connect these, these various databases. So you may not necessarily need to push everything into one central database, but to more have like a distributed kind of network uh, that kind of work together. Uh, that's, that's definitely beyond my, my, under, my expertise though. Yeah, that makes sense because it seems like a lot of uh, the culture right now of the metaverse, which is the catchy phrase, is the fact that things are decentralized and that seems to be like a comfortable aspect uh, of living in VR worlds is there's not one dominant. I'm sure there will be some parties who want to give out information globally, um, but it's it seems like what the people want is what sort of gets achieved and it almost seems like the people of the world don't want some one entity being able to dominate that's probably why there's going to be some pushback with uh facebook's meta yeah i i totally agree and if you if you read any of the like dystopian sci-fi you know novels uh that, that kind of talk about metaverse, they all, they all do sound kind of scary. Um, and, and yeah, actually the, 
I could definitely see something like that work. You're right. They, they sound like the, it sounds like a blockchain, right? It sounds like even like some of the advertised advantages of a blockchain is that you have higher, higher integrity and higher security because everything is, it's, it's shared across like all of these nodes. It's not, it can't, it's not something that can be, you, you can't hack one database and then change truth, right? You, you'd have to hack all, 10,000 nodes, 1 million nodes, whatever. Um, and I also like that because that, that means it, it could leave the door open for, for smaller groups, right? So it doesn't have to be Meta. It doesn't have to be Apple. But let's say I am making a company that specializes in, you know, the, the 3D scanning of real-world assets or, or maybe to connect to the previous uh, discussion point, Maybe I make I make hoodies. I make real world hoodies, but when you buy my hoodie, you also get the three D asset that goes with it, the digital asset, and that can work in your Roblox game. That can work in your you know whatever. Uh, um, but it, it can move throughout this this interconnected mm. um, like distributed network of three D model sharing. You know maybe it's. Maybe it's actually NFT artwork. It's a 3D spinning 3D model. Maybe I can like wear it in my game. Maybe I can use it on my Instagram filter. But that, that would be an amazing thing is that something that could move throughout all of these like digital worlds. That, yeah. Yeah, because there's going to be more and more a desire for interoperation uh, of, of the digital worlds, right? People might want to have the same presence of themselves. Uh, in each of the worlds, um, rather than having to to recreate. So it's neat. We're in a virtual, but at the same time, I haven't studied enough with with blockchain. But uh, we're virtual, but then we're going to be authentic in a way. It's harder to fake things. <laughs> I don't know. It it might be harder to to fake, and even maybe lying would be more difficult, uh, especially political way uh, i don't know I, I haven't studied it but you almost mentioned like authenticity would be there in a way because we have signatures digital signatures yeah well that's 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 the big thing that's the claim like i know nfts and like goofy jpegs and gifs are making a lot of news right now but but the idea is what's behind them right so the fact that you can't you can't duplicate the like certificate of authenticity. Um, yes, you can right click, probably save as the JPEG or screenshot your your screen, but you don't actually own that asset unless you have the, you know the 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 NFT certif certification behind it. I also don't know in depth technically what's going on here, but that it. What's exciting about that is that like now people are looking at selling their music using using the blockchain right and so um like i i have a i have an online store where i sell like toys and figurines and when, when i look at some of the figurines like they only make a thousand units ever like that's the limited limited right and they have a certificate of authenticity that 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 are valuable so i, I could see the same thing in the future happening where in my little toy store i i sell figurines but then you also get a digital download of that that can't be replicated. And maybe there's more. Maybe maybe it allows you to add augmented reality to your physical figurine. Maybe 
you know, animation or sound, or maybe I, you know, you get upgrades to that over time. Um, yeah, that, that, anyway, that's, that's the, the big draw is that you were supposed to have a more robust and uh, uh, more, more authentic and more trustworthy internet, if I can, if I can go that far. That, that's, that's the hope. Yeah, recently I read some books. One of it is called uh, uh, The Augmented Workplace. Another book is called Deep Tech. So I think two books they were talking about there. I think this book, let me uh, grab it. <laughs> yeah, this book. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you can see my screen. Yeah. Um, in this book, it talks about in the future, there will be six pillars of the technology I have to take a look at my cheat sheet <laughs> yeah so um yeah there will be i would say um, the input will be iot the apps will be you know using ai storage um, um we will use the cloud storage security um you know the, this entire future system we will use blockchain and as for display it talks about uh, we will use extended reality and network we will probably use 5g so i think yeah those two books they were talking about same thing it's like um the entire technology will converge converge together so yeah so you will become the the the, the new system yeah so I, I think it's pretty cool yeah that that you know like six pillars of the the new uh, world right so I feel like NFT, even though I still don't know why, like why I can download from Sketchfab, right? Or TurboScreen, right? Some 3D models, why I need to pay like a lot of money, a few thousand dollars uh, in NFT. I don't know. Yeah. What's like, as a, for example, like as a 3D modeler, if someone is 3D modeler, I'm not. But if someone is a, you know, 3D modeler, they want to upload something, can they put, um, you know, sketch fab and for 10 bucks, or they want to sell um, NFT, right? If they sell on um, both, what will it happen, right? So for example, like um, I, I, I do some Unity work, right? So I will download a lot of assets from uh, Sketchfab or uh, TurboScreen, right? And I was wondering if I look up something that looks super cool in Decentraland and it's like, you know, um, a, a lot of money because of you know it's using e e Ethereum. Then can I buy two thousand bucks for that cloth and download it and put on my Unity? I don't know. I haven't buy it because it's so expensive. But I'm just wondering, <laughs> can I? <laughs> I this, this is a great question. I, I I sure hope so. I mean, it's so expensive. <laughs> you should be able to do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, and what's the difference between you know you sell stuff um uh, Sketchfab or you know sell 3D models um yeah. Turbo Squid versus sell stuff 3D stuff? It's all 3D stuff, right? Why some no. of them are so expensive? Why some of them you can download multiple times? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think they're the same. I think I think one is different. One, go ahead. Maybe someone else has better thoughts. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just like an amateur and I'm just wondering, like, hey, I, I look a lot of 3D modeling on um, Decentraland and I 
I was like, wow, this looks cool. And can I buy it and put on my Unity file and export to an app or not? It's just only yeah. exists there and just floating and, you know, just for some rare goods. Yeah. I, I really think it depends. Um, I, I would imagine. So I haven't gone into the 3D model portion of this, um, but I, I do remember. Um, so I've been watching a couple of videos of people talking about launching their NFT projects, and they talked about making it easy for people to download the PNG. And so to me, that means, oh, okay, so it's not just that you pay a bunch of money and you can look at your graphic, you know, through the you know OpenSea web browser web page, but that you actually have access to the you know the image or whatever, right? Um, so I would I would hope I would imagine that that you also would have access to the model file, you know, the 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 dot obj or whatever it is. But honestly, the the like a model that you get from Sketchfab is different from the model, even if it's the same damn model, it's different from the model that you get off of a, a, an NFT project because the, the model you get from the NFT project has like the NFT authenticity behind it. Now, whether it is that warrants the high cost, that's a whole different story, right? There's a lot of speculation that that's probably going on and striving up the value. I'm not saying that this is actually worth $2,000. But all I'm saying is that the two are different. So one can be replicated easily. One simply, you know, right click save as you can email it a million times. Uh, the other cannot be duplicated so easily. So the, the scarcity, the scarcity of that, the limited supply of that 3D model as an NFT is what a, is, is what gives it the opportunity for higher value. Now, whether it really deserves the skyrocketing value that it's getting, that is debatable. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I'm wondering, for example, like um, if uh, I have, for example, if, if I am a professional uh, 3D modeler and I see something super cool and I just follow the shape of NFT and I post um, Sketchfab, and what will it, what, what, like, is that, I don't know, I don't know, is that really safe? Because the, the shape you can always, you know, or art, you can always duplicate, right? What if someone use Maya or Blender and look at yeah. NFT and just like look at that and, you know, like a professional 3D modeler can just look at things and create the exactly things, right? So. Yeah, but they would only create the three D model. They wouldn't be able to oh. replicate the the like NFT contracts that 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 oh. stands behind the model. So that's that's where the actual oh, it's the contract, is, right? right. Oh. So so like in my figurine example, there's a there's I have a little doc a little paper document that says mm -hmm. one out of a thousand. And so somebody else, we, we could have this 3D printed or we could have it replicated and, and have a new figurine bait, but it doesn't have that certificate of authenticity. So when I go try to sell it on eBay, you know, someone will say, hey, where's your certificate? I'm not going to pay this money. It's not worth that. It's the scarcity that actually allows you to, to assign higher value to it. For example, like um, 
Yeah, I mean, um, if somebody create a 3D model and upload and trying to make an NFT, and yep. uh, does that artist need to pay some contract fee or it's free? It just needs it's, to. Yeah, it's definitely not free. I'm actually, one of the things I want to do this year, I'm not an artist. One of the things that I want to do this year is to create an NFT. And I know there are, um, there are fees all along the way and there's steps along the way and each, each step requires some, um, you know, some, some, some crypto costs and some networks cost more than others. So like, if you're doing something that supposedly if you're doing something all Ethereum based, that is very expensive to launch uh, an NFT, but there's other networks that will be less expensive. I see. So the artists need to pay a certain amount of fee, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they can get their work to NFT. I see. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I haven't buy anything and I just look around and I can tell you, I, I didn't even have um, a cryptocurrency account, which is interesting because I thought I will do it, but I just, I don't know. Yeah. Still look around, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, you know, I, I read news every day, but I didn't jump in. <laughs> I still hope the, the, the um, you know, USD or something, yeah, like more common one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, it is really fascinating. Um, I'm very curious to take a look at the book that you recommended because oh. I really do see all of these technologies coming together and, Really, it's like almost almost every area of our life can be will, will, can be adjusted by by the like convergence of all these different technologies. Yeah, I would recommend some books. For example, like a first one will be um, UX or XR, right? Another one will be um, let me see, uh, augmented workforce. Uh, um, and uh, another one will be uh, deep, deep, deep take, deep take. Deep take. Yeah, deep take. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Another one. Hold on a sec. <laughs> Excuse me. A sec. I have to go out and grab it. Yeah, it's called uh, Reality Check. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, by uh, Jeremy Delton. Yeah, I think those books are pretty good. And if you want to see more old, I wouldn't say old, it's like a few years ago, but I think Charlie Fink had uh, two really yeah. good books. One is uh, Metaverse, Charlie Fink's Metaverse. Another one will be Convergence. I think two of them are pretty good as well. Mm -hmm. If you want to read, I, I would say the first Metaverse, it talks of the history of VR and AR. And I was amazed because he talked about, you know, actually, you know, like a VR is not a new thing. We just use technology to cover whatever we did in the past. For example, like when we were in the cave, right? Caveman, that Iraq, right? And people draw a lot of animals on the cave. And that's VR, right? You kind of separate yourself from real, your real environment and you go to the cave and worship those, you know, animals or hunting stuff, right? That's VR, that's the original VR, right? 
And our technologies want to accomplish that old time concept, right? We want to immerse ourselves into, you know, more like, um, like the, 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 the feeling that we are like serene, right? Like, like some, something that is pretty, you know, make us feel like we are in another different environment and can be concentrated, right? And later on goes to, you know, cathedral, right? So you see like VR and cathedral. When you go to church, you feel like everything becomes different, right? You feel God is superior <clears throat> and above us and your heart become purified, right? Just because you migrate your life to or, or your, your environment to the church, right? So, or cathedral, right? And the building of the cathedral also, you know, change uh, you towards God, right? Because, you know, the high, higher ceiling and, you know, big status and also the, uh, must, uh, like the, the windows, right? Uh, the lighting, right? So it's another version of VR, right? And that's my grade to another uh, era, which is movie theater, right? Uh, instead of just watching a movie on your Netflix, uh, you know, like 2D screen, right? Sometimes we will get distracted just because the screen is so small. But if we go to movie theater, right? We are immersed ourselves in that big screen and 360, you know, audio, right? And everything is dark and you only see a little bit in front of you, right? So I would say that, um, yeah, I think Charlie think pretty much, yeah, Charlie pretty much um, described the history and make me feel like it's a super smart way of, you know, describing the history. And VR is never a new thing. It's just using a new technology to solve all problems. So I think it's pretty smart. Yeah. What was that first book you recommended, Dominic? First book, which first book? <laughs> I kind of the the very on. first book, uh, I think it two words, the second was augmented. Uh, augmented Workforce. Is that one? So, is that one it? It has big lettering. Can I see it real quick? Oh, this one? Oh, yeah. Augmented Workforce. Okay, thanks. It talks about the six pillars. Yeah, six pillars. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think today we talked a lot about um, AR, VR, NFT, and uh, yeah, some cool stuff. Yeah, and I mean, thank you for joining me today. Uh, yeah, we had a, a really good discussion. Yeah, and hopefully see all of you next Saturday morning. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you next thank time. You. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>